Hello and welcome to Sari Sari Stories Podcast. I'm Marian. I'm Jez. Hello. I'm Carla. And for this episode, we are dipping our toes into the uh, Broadway musicals. Specifically, we are discussing Mr. Steven Sondheim's Merrily We Roll Along. Anybody wants to uh, start us off what Merrily We Roll Along is about? I guess I'll do that because I chose this. So, <laughs> so I did basic research on this. Okay, so Merrily We Roll Along is a, a musical with book by George Firth. For uh, those who are not familiar, book just basically means the non the spoken lines in a musical. Script, so script, yeah, the script. So book by George Firth and lyrics and music by Stephen Sondheim. Woo. Yeah, you Mr. Sondheim. Yeah, if uh, if I had my way, we would be talking more about Sondheim, but no. <laughs> anyway, it's it's based off a 1934 play by uh, George Kaufman and Moss Hart. So the the show is basically about three friends, Frank, Mary, and Charlie and how they form dreams and try to achieve those dreams and how those dreams fell apart and how their friendship fell apart. But it's told reverse chronologically, so we start the story with them basically broken people already and then we uh, go back further and further until the last scene, which is basically just the first time they meet Mary and they, them being like very hopeful and youthful and very ambitious. So yeah, that's that's it basically. Um, yeah, uh, a few more background info pala about this. This was when is Merrily was Merrily produced? Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one, and this is Mr. Sondheim's biggest flop. No, mm-hmm. not not actually his biggest flop. Not his biggest flop because anyone anyone can whistle exists. <laughs> but this one ran for forty four previews and only sixteen performances. That's like just. Just two weeks. That's just two weeks in Broadway. So, it lost them a lot of money and also marked the end of his partnership with Hal Prince. So, that's yeah. sad. So, yeah, people didn't like the show. At the time. Originally, people didn't at like the, the show. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, at the time, it was first produced. People did not like the show. People found it very confusing to the point that... Fun fact na to, Carla, for you. Um, when, it was, when it was first produced... The audience was so confused with the characters that they had to literally um, let go of the costumes. Tapos ang pinalit nilang damit or like sweaters na nakalagay yung pangalan ng characters. Parang name tag. Really... It was that bad. <laughs> it, it was that bad when well, it was first you also produced. have to tell Carla that the actors were initially like actual kids. Like teenagers yes. and... Yes. Uh, siguro mga like 15 to 25? Yeah. I think the oldest was like 20, yeah, 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the idea was that 
um, basta parang ang philosophy na ginamit nila is that it's easier to accept young people playing old people than old people playing young people. <laughs> parang ganun yung naisip nila. So they went with Uh, kasi di ba kailangan ano eh kail- there's like a 20 ano 20 years no na range nitong show na to so it's either they went with 20 plus year old like 20 year olds or uh, 40 year olds they chose 20 year olds mm-hmm. tapos parang they wanted to go for the meta commentary na parang uh, pagdating ng final scene pagdating ng our time you'll see na, oh, they're young. And probably they will not, hopefully they will learn from their characters and they will not make the same mistakes. So, merong ganong silang hinahabol na meta-commentary, which didn't, I don't know if it worked. <laughs> I don't really know. But yeah, that's, that's it. It failed really badly. But then, it got Sondheim and Firth did some rewrites and then it became one of the most revived uh pieces by Sondheim. Really so ngayon gusto niya siya ng mga tao. Dati ayaw nila sa kanya. Yep. So that's its history. So first impressions tayo. Yan. You're 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 the one na my first impressions dito Carla. How was it? <laughs> you finished watching this what? An hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would just like to clear with those who are listening that I finished watching this play an hour before mm-hmm. we recorded this podcast, so it's mm-hmm. still very fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, impressions? How do I? Ano ba? How do I categorize? The music was. Oh wait, let me also give a background. My only background on musicals is like a legit musical, not counting High School Musical mm-hmm. and any other like Disney films. It's Dear Evan Hansen uh-huh. and Rock of Ages. Uh-huh. So, and the rest siguro yung mga high school, mga plays na pinapanood sa amin when we were in high school. But the rest, wala. As in, wala akong background knowledge, wala akong um, any sort of like, uh, ano dito? Uh-huh. Um, basta yun. Yeah. Kahit Les Mis, di mo pinanood yung film ng Les Mis? No, the film, but the musical. Okay, okay, and we're talking about din nga, yung musicals na stage. Okay, okay, sige. Yun. Okay. okay. Yun. And for music, I actually like... Paano ba? Paano ko ba yung describe? Parang mm-hmm. I actually like the chaotic nature. Tama mm-hmm. ba yung... Ewan ko ha. Mm-hmm. Wait lang. Mm-hmm. I would like to give a disclaimer mm-hmm. kasi nga, I'm not familiar with musical terms. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to describe it with the way um, I'm familiar with describing music. So yun, mm-hmm. chaotic. Kasi parang there's a lot of like overturns and of like highs and lows, fast and slow types of um songs na parang it's more of the music was following the lyrics mm-hmm. more so than the lyrics was follow the music was, ano sabi ko? The, the lyrics was following the music. Yeah, yeah, Kasi yeah. parang there, there are songs na like Um, you have to catch up with the music kasi ganito, it's ganyan. But here in the fi- in the play, very evident yung talagang napoportray ni character or ni actor yung scene without telling them na this is a musical. Parang ma- ma- sobra kang may entrance dun sa story na akala mo kinukwento niya lang talaga yung nangyayari sa kanya. Sinasabi niya lang instead of singing it. Kasi parang gano'n, gano'n yung impression niya sa akin na parang, yun nga, the music follows the lyrics. Yeah. Na hindi mo na, you don't pay attention 
too much to how this the melody is the notes are like playing out it's more of the lyrics mm-hmm. so yun yeah 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 in terms of ano ba how about the content like, ng story how did you like the content hindi ko inexpect again wala akong alam Mm-mm. sa background basta ang binigay lang sa akin context ni Jess and ni Marian is that these are three friends and they're talking about like dreams and yung isa dun ay parang may ginawang something. Mm-hmm. Yun lang. So parang mm-hmm. I did not know mm-hmm. I did not know the setting which was after World War II. Tama? Yeah. 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 Somewhere around that okay, time. Okay. Yeah. Basically yeah. Uh, after World War II. So parang yun nga yung content niya or yung plot niya revolved around like um, the space war well, at space race and like yung problems nila about the economy and all things kasi nga after no war. So, I really like the part wherein, ano ba? Meron lang din kasi akong liking to old Hollywood um, portrayals. Not the films itself, but yung like behind the scenes of like yung dramas na actors and scandals during Mm-mm. that time. So, parang it picked my interest pero not so much kasi ano ba hindi rin hindi rin kasi ako masyadong fan of like midlife crisis ah okay mm-hmm. <laughs> or like crisis mm-hmm. wherein it involves pag destroy ng friendships pag destroy ng plot pag destroy ng everything and yun um i think yung re- pag reverse ng plot or yung pagkwento niya in a reverse chronological order i like that kasi mm-hmm. I think it very much suits yung pagiging biographical nature nung play na parang this is about the life of these three friends na parang I don't think would fit in in, in different or other types of stories like say for example about romance about love or what parang mm-hmm. it really suits it kasi it's about their life and siguro ano lang din siya it's also an air of novelty kasi hindi ka mabubor Parang imagine if this was told in the in the original order na parang start sila with like they're happy and then ended with the tragedy. Mm-hmm. Parang you would not appreciate it as much as yeah. if it were in the reverse chronological order. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah, but did you like the fit? Did you like it as a whole? Like I would contextualize it to will I watch it again? Siguro, yeah, yeah. A card. Um. Yes. Yeah, okay. we got gorgeous. Hindi. But I will not seek it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that wait makes If there, if there are other options, parang I would not make a beeline for it. Yep, that makes sense. For like, for example, nito kayo and would watch it again. That's fine with me. Okay. Parang ganon. Yeah. But I also do not hate it. Mm-hmm. Kasi nga yung team niya hindi siya like it's not my like genre okay so parang i would tolerate hindi masyadong bad yung tolerate it i liked it uh-huh. okay i did not hate it but i'm also not yet to the point na parang i would obsess over it yeah, yeah. yeah carla yeah. your yeah. two okay. friends are already at the middle age crisis of their lives <laughs> in spirit yeah yeah <laughs> Anyway, how about you, boss? What do you? I mean, what's your? What are your impressions? Initial impressions on this show? I mean, I have been a Sondheim fan, but my my 
top favorite of his was company and for the longest time i just was i mean what i knew of his was into the woods sweeney and company so i actually watched this just like at the start of the quarantine uh for context yeah. if you're listening to listening to this in the distant future we there's yeah, a quarantine there's a quarantine <laughs> we're still in it unfortunately but yeah i watched it at the beginning of the quarantine and i really liked it it's kind of the brand of sondheim that's good I guess, like for a lack of better word, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. Sondheim is best when he deals with complicated uh, characters and even more complicated and messy relationships. That's, I think, where he shines the most. And Mary Lee is such a Sondheim musical that it's kind of hard for me not to like especially since it's especially with the um uh the themes that it has and the fact that it is at its heart you know a story about being a quote-unquote creative like that resonates with me uh in a personal way so yeah it's my second favorite because again company is my top Sondheim of all time and I've I mean like I'm always gonna be biased about Sondheim I'm a Sondheim girl not an Android yeah. Weber fan so <laughs> yeah I, I I genuinely genuinely like Mary Lee it's such a gut punch in a way that it kind of really just every I never listened to Mary Lee in full after the first time I watched it just because it was so painful to get through because like wow the when you know what's going to happen it just hurts a lot more so I'm like yeah I'm just gonna listen to the songs that I like rather than uh, the whole thing in full yeah. because the full is going to be so much more painful okay yeah that makes sense oh yeah before I go to my thoughts about this, um, I forgot to mention pala kanina that we watched this through the uh, pro shot of the 2013, na- 2013 West End version, which was directed by Maria Friedman, Mark Umbers as Frank, Damien Humbly as Charlie, and Jenna Russell as Mary. It actually won an Olivier Award. So yeah, so oh, yeah. so good for them. Because it's really good. That production was really good. Aside from the set. <laughs> but but the, the set was bad. But like, the cast was great. Anyway. So yeah. Mer- it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It was more like the set was very meh. It's just... You know, yeah, it kind of... It's meh. It just kind of looked like a high school you production. Don't... I'll be honest. Like, you're so yeah, emotionally invested in the story and the characters that you do kind of forget yeah. to look at the yeah, yeah, yeah. set. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it's no harm really done. Yeah. You just oh, pero nakakabother lang siya pag yung first number, pero after noon okay ka na kasi na the cast was yeah. really good. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, ayun. Merrily roll along. Merrily is 
probably one of my most favorite pieces of media ever. It's my, yeah, it's my second favorite musical after Company. We both love Company. We'll get to Company at some point, hopefully. <laughs> we'll force you to do Company yeah. one. Yeah. One of these yeah. days. Um, sige, for context lang. Uh, I also just encountered Merrily nitong simula lang din ng quarantine. I was actually the person who forced Marian to watch it. Yeah, yeah. he did. Um, but <laughs> I have known of it. Actually, because of Merrily, like, Mary, the knowledge that Merrily existed is the reason why I got into Sondheim in the first place. Because during college, uh, I watched the, the Into the Woods film. So I watched that. It's okay. It's 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 fine. <laughs> the Into the Woods film was fine. That was also Sondheim. Uh, and then I watched the original Broadway uh, recording of Into the Woods. Meron din kasi nun. I watched that and I was like, okay, sige, interesting, whatever. And then I started researching about what Sondheim has done. And then I found an article about Merrily. And I distinctly remember na I am I was very intrigued by the by the idea. And it's reverse chronological and it ends with three friends being super hopeful while you know exactly na it's not gonna end up that way. I found I remember finding that very intriguing. But then I didn't watch Merrily right away. Marami muna akong ibang mga napanood na Sondheim and stuff before I got to this. Itong year lang din na to. And um, what Carla, Carl, what you were saying kanina about the music, about the lyrics dictating how the music feels, that's, that's very much Sondheim. And that's very much one of the reasons why he's basically one of the best out there. <laughs> If not, if not the best, he's one of the best out there, just because of how informed, how informed of the context and how knowledgeable and how insightful his lyrics and music is are. And yeah, I really, really like this show. You know, you you two both know me. I'm not a very you know emotional person, but but yeah. but this show, <laughs> but, I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm, like, yeah, I'm not an emotional person, but this show breaks me apart. This messes with me really, really badly. I mean, I don't cry. I don't cry. I, 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 I cry with other Sondheim shows, but not with this one. But when I get to that final scene, it never fails to like give me goosebumps and never fails to drill down to my very core. It destroys me every time. I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> kasi hindi ko rin alam basta nung siguro yeah. bandang end ng college sa start ng working life whatever I got really really into I got really really into midlife crisis uh, types of shows yeah, yeah. Carla it's really just that your two friends who are coincidentally the co-hosts of this podcast have aged I don't know why. Yeah. faster in spirit than yeah, yeah. than you, I guess. Like we're just Jess and I are just both so tired. I really don't know why. Pero yun talaga. Basta bigla may para may yeah para may yes yes para may switch na trigger so utak ko na biglang ayoko nang ayoko nang pakinggan tong mga pinagsasabing tong mga YAYA na to. I got tired of like subject matter about teenagers. <laughs> Tapos parang right after na sige midlife crisis tayo. So ayan company merrily 
that's why I really got into Sondheim because a lot of his shows are about, you know, about old people still trying to find out what they want to do with their lives. And I don't know, but that really struck a chord with me for some reason. But yeah, I love this show. I really do. It's my second favorite musical of all time. The only reason why it's not number one is because the number one is just objectively better written. But in terms of drawing emotions out of me, I think mas marami ako nararamdaman for Merrily more than Company. But Company is just objectively better written, so it's still number one. So, yeah. Anyway, Carla, any songs that stood out for you? Anong number? Na... Um, okay, you have to help me remember sige, the sige. title. <laughs> you, you just give us the scene. I'll give you the title. Okay. Uh, wait. I would give the song na yun yung narrating mm-hmm. sa utak ko. And that is... Uh, wait. Not the okay, day goes yeah, by? Yeah. No, kasi... Which one? Ah, uh, wait. Yung... Part na ah, yeah. <laughs> reprise, yeah. Yung mga today goes by two. Okay, yeah, okay. that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-oh. But I like it kasi, I mean, with songs generally, tumatatak siya sa akin kapag may, um, what do you call this? Parang may arpeggio. Yung may ar- no, 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 hindi. Basta parang yung, yung, yung melody niya, mabilis yung pagtaas at yung pagbaba. Tapos parang may part doon na ganun. So parang yun yung na-remember ko. And siguro yung pag-ulit ng lyrics ng day by day by day by day. And yung melody ngayon. Uh, what else? And pan- I like it kasi not just because ito lang yung like focus on romance uh-huh. and, and I'm a romantic. Pero yeah, I could really sense yung duality nung kantang yon both for Beth and Frank and both for Mary so yeah i like that if you do i'll die i want day after 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 day till the days go else. I also like I'm sorry, pero Titan. hindi ko ma-recall yung last song. No, I mean yung okay. last yeah, yeah, yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our time. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I want to apologize yeah. because I know you're really... It's, it's, more, it's more of like the scene. It's the scene that gets me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yung part wherein... No, yeah, old yeah, Which one? Nila, Again. Yung, Sorry. Yung, yung main, yung... I think. Yung main old friends. Ito ba yung kakabalik lang niya galing sa vacation? Ayun, yun. Yung main old friends. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-oh, yun. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yung kompleto silang tatlo. Kasi yung parang Uh-oh. yung una is dalawa lang sila. Okay, yung tatlo sila. Yun. I like it 
kasi yun, dun po nga pasok yung, yung li- nauuna yung lyrics or parang mas na-emphasize yung lyrics over the music. Na parang you're so into them, the narrative of them telling na like their old friends, ganyan na whatever happens, parang i-priority yung friendship. Na parang nakakalimutan mo na kung ano yung nangyayari sa paligid and you're forgetting that they're singing. So yun, isa yun sa mga kanta na parang that made me think of that um, uh-huh. characteristic. Most friends fade or they don't make the grade. New ones are quickly made perfect as long as they're new. But us old friends wants to discuss old friends. Here's to us who's like us. Damn few. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alala, it's all over. I, I mean, I really like like the merrily we roll along the transition between scenes. It's very catchy. Yeah. Pero yun, yun yung like to matak. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, I like almost all of them except the the political song, the election song. That random song. Just because I don't get that. But like, I love almost all of the songs in this musical which is kind of really rare for me but it's just that they all fall perfectly for me into the narrative of the show which is just a mark of a very good mm-hmm. composer and lyricist for me like to able to integrate the song so seamlessly into the narrative and make it have a bit more punch but If you have to, if you have to press me for an answer, a definitive answer, mm-hmm. it would probably be opening doors, like absolutely, uh, absolutely a bop, and it's such a good, I don't know, it's such a good capsule of a song, like in itself, it's a scene, it's exposition. In a way that I don't usually hear yeah. from yeah. songs so tight. in music. Yeah, is super tight. Narratively, yeah. musically, yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's so heartbreaking. Like, in context, uh, more yeah. than more than our time, okay. I would say. Like I know our time is so, like one of your favorite songs on this, but like for me, opening doors is just so much more heartbreaking. Because you kind of can see the road ahead, and you it it it's not gonna work. I guess to reference the vine, it's not gonna work, and just you know it's a it's a scene that's both so happy and so blissfully ignorant of what's about to come, and yeah. Personally, that just yeah, resonates yeah. with me. And just, it just really, uh, Carla, this opening doors pala is the song, yung ano, yung, uh, their writing, the writing song. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Ah, okay, gets ko kung bakit gusto ni Maria. <laughs> I mean, I I also liked it. I also liked it kasi parang, tama yung sinasabi ni Maria na parang, 
kahit na nagkakasabay-sabay sila or parang nagkakasagutan, mm-hmm. nagsasagutan sila dun sa kantang yun, you would get yung frustration, you would get yung happiness, parang yung betrayal, yung like na-let down sila kasi hindi sila tinanggap mm-hmm. for all that. Na parang in one song, na-encapsulate mm-hmm. lahat yun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's also good. Yeah, there's this one bit in opening doors. I don't know if napansin mo to, Carla. Eh, pero yung right after nilang tanggapin si Beth, tapos sanabi ni Frank na they're gonna start next Saturday and then sabay-sabay silang apat na nagsasalita. Na parang, na tawag dito na, parang it's really just done na, it's really just Sondheim. Opening doors is Sondheim showing off. Yeah. Yeah. It's sometimes just pure yeah, flexing he's just on flexing. you. Like, yeah, I've got skills. Yeah. Not, I've got the skills, bro. Yeah, it's, not, it's his brand to like. Ano? To mix all of them speaking together. Oh, together, may, may trademark. Because another trademark thing for Sondheim shows is that hindi mo talaga siya fully magigets sa una mong panonood. Like you will understand what it's about, but it really takes two or three viewings to fully digest, I guess, a Sondheim show. Kasi nga, mahilig siya sa ganyan na, halimbawa yung, yung sabay-sabay sila, if you're gonna watch that in a theater, hindi mo maintindihan yun. Hindi <laughs> mo marinig ko ano mga pinagsasasabi nila kapag nagsabay-sabay na silang kumakanta. Pero, pag binasa mo yung lyrics, it, it still makes sense. It's still, they're still in character. It's still, it follows the rhythm. I just can't imagine how difficult it is to write that. <laughs> na, na, uh, kakaiba sila ng sinasabi, pero they still need to follow the rhythm. They have to end at like the same time signature or something. Tapos, it still sounds good. It's just, it's really just Sondheim flexing. Just Sondheim flexing on us. By the way, I'm told we open Saturday. What? You're not serious. Nobody's ready. Apparently, somebody canceled the booking. The songs aren't finished. And what about costumes? And how do I learn all these numbers? I'll bring you the copies of everything they haven't seen. Okay, we'll have to do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. We'll worry about it on Sunday. We're opening doors. Singing. Here we are. We're filling up days. Anyway, I, I just, I agree with all of the things you said. I also really like Not a Day Goes By. I just want to draw attention to um, Franklin Shepard Inc. Oh, because yeah. I love that I love that song. Franklin Shepard Inc. Ito yung uh, in an interview sila. In an interview si Charlie. Nag-breakdown yeah, siya. Nag-breakdown siya. Okay. Kasi for some, isa, isa pa to, bukod sa midlife crisis songs, I'm also obsessed with nervous breakdown songs. <laughs> yung mga yun. Yung mga yun. Tapos it's such a good, ner- it's just a good nervous breakdown because you understand and you feel the tension building up throughout that scene. Yeah. Tapos, it's just, um, again, I guess another characteristic of Sonheim is that he likes, yung mga ganun kabilis, they, they call it uh, patter songs. Yun. Kadalasan yung mga patter songs, they're super fast and it's they're super difficult to sing. But, and usually they don't make too much they don't make a lot of sense because they're more of like show off. Uh, they're just to show off, whatever. But this specific. <laughs> if you really want a patter song, one of these days we will force you to do company that has the best sound. We'll get to song. not getting married today like, at some point. Anyway, yun. Yeah. <laughs> Franklin Shepard Inc. as a patter song. Siguro, the, the reason why I really like it. It's because it's a patter song that I think I can that I think I can pull off. Because it's not so fast. 
<laughs> That's the only reason why. Because I really want to do a patter song. But for but most patter songs are so difficult to do. But this one, I think I can do. <laughs> I think. Mm. That's, <laughs> the hubris of yeah, man. That's the main reason why I like Franklin Shepard Inc. And also, time to bring up na rin the conflict of Charlie and Frank being collaborators and the frustration that comes from that. Because in the because oh, yeah. in the original source material, because that's that's my that's the prep work that I did for this week. I read the source material, the 1930 something na play ni Kaufman and Hart. In that original show, they're not collaborators; they're just friends. Kaya when the Charlie character becomes angry with Frank, because he is he's selling out and he's doing like mainstream stuff. It's more of like. A friend, it's a it's a friend being you know being frustrated at his other friend because he knows that his other friend can do better. But for this one, since they changed it, na collaborator sila, it's more complicated because yeah, there's an yeah, added there's element. another layer that they literally need each other. Eh. They need each other and they like livelihood nila pareho yon yung yung sinusugal nila. At career nila pareho yon Kasi dun sa original show, it's like, sige, whatever, kung, kung maging successful ka o hindi, it doesn't affect my career. But for this one, it's different. Na talagang intertwined sila. Kaya, I mean, we've all been there. We've all, like, had to work with someone. And we know na that someone can do better. And for some reason, they just don't. Or like, they, uh, you, they say na they will deliver and they will do something. But they just don't do that thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yung, yung frustration. <laughs> yung frustration lang of that. Yung frustration. Yeah, yeah. Yung frustration of that. So you really, really understand where Charlie is coming from. But then again, yun nga, the conflict is that why did you do that on national TV? But yeah, it's a, it's a complicated song that I really, really like. The telephones blink and the buzzers buzz and I really don't know what he does but he makes a ton of money and a lot of it for me, right? So I think okay and I start a play and he somehow knows cause right away it's the ring. Hiya buddy, wanna write a show? Got a great idea, we'll own all the rights with a two week out and a turnaround on the guarantee plus a gross percent of the billing clause and there I am in California talking deals and turning pink. Back in business, and I mean just that. Back with Franklin Shepard Inc. And also, yun nga, like what I've been saying pangina, our time, the last song. Just because our time is probably, I'm not sure if I'm correct with this. Our, our time is probably one of the most optimistic songs written by Sondheim. And the fact that he chose to put that song in this specific musical, talagang, you really just can't. You just don't want to make people happy, no, Sondi? <laughs> Steve, you just really don't want to make everyone... You just really don't want to make anyone happy. You just cannot write a song that's just purely happy. <laughs> that one song, that one song that's really happy and really optimistic, you will really put it in this show. The... Uh, siguro, um... Kasi, the thing with that song, the vibe that I get from it is like... It's like... Uh, the vibe that you get from a college graduation. I hope you remember what our graduation felt like. No. Not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really. But ako, that's the vibe that I get from it. Like the the feeling lang na suddenly the world opens up to some extent. It opens up and suddenly you feel like 
it's time to you know open a new chapter and the youthful ambition and the youthful almost arrogance na sobrang idealistic yeah na it's so it's so strong in that song tapos talagang mad- talagang ako personally sobrang nadadala ko noon siguro ano rin ano lang din i'm just a sucker for ano i'm just a sucker for good graduation songs and the fact lang na it, it's the ending of this show na it's there in that specific context it breaks me every time kasi you feel exuberant you feel uh you feel very uplifted but in the back of your mind you know na but no it won't happen it just won't happen and um the show gives you hindsight even though you're just watching it for the first time it's weird no na it's it's like it's like you're watching it now for the second time even though you're just watching it for the first time kasi you know already what's gonna happen and you can trace things yeah. already and so by you by the time that you get to that point it's it's personally really heartbreaking for me <laughs> that song breaks me kasi ngayon it's so optimistic but you know when it won't happen gets parang ano ang dating niya nga sa akin parang everybody knows parang no 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 parang yung feeling ng everyone is that parang Uh, parang no honey that's not gonna happen for you uh-uh. parang gano'n uh-uh. parang uh-uh. like yung irony yung irony nung parang ang saya-saya nila uh-uh. whereas for the audience they've seen what had happened uh-uh. so parang hindi sila natutuwa or ako personally uh-uh. hindi ako natutuwa na gano'n sila ka-optimistic uh-uh. kasi nga gano'n yung mangyayari sa kanya in the future yun I think yun yung quote-unquote trauma quote-unquote effect na mga na binigay sa akin as an audience kasi mas naunang pinakita yung tragedy yeah. or yung masamang mga nangyayari in the future yeah. over yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah. Kaya nga. Very effective naman. Kaya nga. Can I raise a counter-argument? Mm-hmm. I, I get why, you know, like, for all those reasons that Our Time is the most optimistic song. But, personally, again, <laughs> I think... For me, it's opening mm-hmm. doors. That's the most optimistic song in mm-hmm. this show. Like, I guess also because I'm, you know, like with a bit of experience and just in personal um, reflection of it. It's just that there's something that's more powerful and more optimistic in how they are pushing through and pushing through and pushing through and even despite the setbacks continue continuing with what they want to do that's kind of that feels a lot more true to optimism than our time because i mean our time is pure idealism opening doors is where the work begins and Mm -hmm. to Uh, follow them throughout all of this like you know like um we're lear- uh we're learning to ricochet we still have a lot to say that the optimism of you know like what you were talking earlier just the pure 
the youthful arrogance of this is going to work out for me that the world is open for me for the taking i think that that comes best in opening mm-hmm. doors yeah yeah i can see that kasi nga if our time is the graduation song opening doors is the first job song <laughs> nah it's it's it really is the integrity of you know of the industry that they want to get into Siguro ano lang, the reason why Our Time gets me a lot then probably if I watched Merrily during college, Our Time will not affect me this much. But I think teaching for the past two years has made me very vulnerable to Our Time just because I get to see yung youthful arrogance, almost arrogance na yun, like almost every day, I guess, na there are, there are you, you just yeah. get to, you, yeah, you just the invincibility of yeah yeah youth. you just get to encounter kids na who are you know very excited about what they want to do and you know it's your job as a teacher to encourage them and you do and you want them to succeed but there's always you know that very small small doubt in your mind na that's going to be very difficult that might not happen but what you do is encourage and encourage mm-hmm. and encourage so mm-hmm. our time gets me then That's the reason also why our time gets me. Valid. Our time, breathe it in. Worlds to change and worlds to win. Our turn, we're what's new. Me and you, pal, me and you. Feel the flow, Feel the flow. hear what's happening. We're what's happening. Long ago, all we had was that funny feeling Saying someday we'd send them reeling Now it looks like we can Someday just began It's our heads on the block Anyway Let's move on. We've spent a lot of time na on that. Um, I think we can move on to what do you think of the musical's depiction of friendship? Because the reason why I want to focus on this specific point is because there aren't a lot of Sondheim shows that really focus on friendship. Most of them are about love, on like different kinds of love, of obsessive love, whatever. This one though, more than romance, is that mga more than romance, mas focus na on friendship. So, what do you feel about that, the depiction of friendship here? Do you think it's a realistic uh, depiction of friendship? I think it is. Like, okay, so, hot take. Um, yeah, I think that the depiction of friendship in this is realistic to some point. And the thing is, I think we as like society in general should be, I don't know, like more open to having friendships kind of go Mm -hmm. organically. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so much pressure with maintaining friendships especially friendships that you've had for a very long time when both or all of the parties involved are just 
very different people than they were when they first met and became friends. I understand that it takes a lot of emotional work and a lot of pain to call a relationship quits when it's a friendship more than probably if it's a romantic relationship. But, you know, like, I wish the rules for falling out of love with someone applies to being friends Mm -hmm. as well. Like, when you fall out of friendship with someone, like, you talk to them and, like, reassess. And if you're just going different directions, then part ways. Yeah. Like, I... Sorry to be a bummer, but like the way that Charlie, Frank, and Mary's friendships ended were just painfully avoidable if they just talked about Uh it, but they never did. They hinged upon being friends for so long and you know like yeah having friends who've known you for so long is a good thing you know like that's every person's i feel like that's every person's secret dream to have like friends who will be there for you for the rest of your life but like sometimes you really do just grow apart and you're just not people who fit anymore and that should be something that should open the communications uh-huh. for both of you yeah. to whether or not patch the relationship, patch up the friendship, or to just let go of yeah. it and part ways before you do damage to each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I fully agree. And di ba nga, if you analyze old friends, di ba, it's, it literally goes like this. But us, old yeah, friends, what's... It was not a healthy relationship yeah, anymore. What's to discuss? Old friends, here's to us, who's like us, them, few. Like, yun lang talaga yung... It's the only thing they're holding on na t- at that point. The fact that they've been friends for, I don't know, 15 years at that point, 17 years at that point. Like, they won't... You know, the line of what's to discuss, old friends, come on talk please discuss but please like, do discuss i also i also understand the desperation of that what's to discuss because yun nga eh you have so much history with each other na you're just going to throw it away for that the thing is they could have probably salvaged the relationship yeah. eh pero choices choices were made alam mo yun yeah so ayun yeah that's that's my take. Carla, what do you think about the friendships? Um, I do think that their friendships are very toxic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, I also relate personally because I've had those types of friendships na parang um, you're tolerating this person because there's a history. But if you like if you're going to analyze your friendship, parang there's nothing worth holding on to it more than magkasama kayo when you were growing up. And what's painfully, what, what's painful about that is that you have to work 
or you have to see each other. Parang ganon. And it also it also adds complications to that. Kasi parang your f- when y- when the line between work and personal life blurs, dun talaga nagsistart ang complications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totoo yan. Parang, you, you, you should it. I mean, I'm not saying na parang you, you, you don't or you shouldn't. Pero parang when that happens, you have to be capable of separating work from your friends or like separating mm-hmm. yourself as a friend and as a um, work uh, co-office mate, co-worker, whatever. Kasi pa, once na na-blur na nga yun and you're, um, dito, you're seeing the problem, you're seeing the person as a problem because it's your friend and not because it's a co-worker, it's a collaborator. Yun. Doon na mm-hmm. nagkakaproblema. And I think doon, pumapasok din yung fault ni Charlie. Kasi parang, uh-huh. yeah, we could establish na parang Frank was a really bad guy. He was really a jerk na parang pinagpalit niya to over his friends. Pero kasi hindi rin natin masasabi na like, or for me, I can really say 100% that it was like Frank's fault only dahil nga gusto niyang uh-huh. i-chasing of vision na yun. Dahil meron talaga yung mga reasons and meron talaga yung points si Frank na tama siya na parang why can we realistically speaking branch out muna sa ganito instead of being idealistic and Charlie being stuck with like let's just stick to like um what we really plan to do in the first place. Yun nga yung like growing up. I get mm-hmm. that. And it's also painful for us. That's a hard pill to swallow for some of us kasi parang If you're watching that, oh, you would talaga advocate choose your friends, choose to do the right thing or be idealistic about all all of this. Pero like in reality, hindi talaga siya nangyayari. And talaga mm-hmm. you would really choose paths na parang hindi mo gustong gawin, pero you have to kasi you have to experience it. You have to realize na ah, okay, this is bad for me, so other direction. And unless you do that, hindi mo or unless you experience that hindi, you would not sympathize with Frank. Kaya, there's some part of me that really hates him, pero there's also part of me that understands him and also kind of dislikes Charlie. Uh-huh. And that's the beauty of it. Kasi nga, parang they're not made to be perfect. They're made to portray characters that are flawed, which makes their friendships interesting. Kasi nga, they're all kind of toxic in a sort of way or in a sort of manner. What yeah. else? friendships. Yeah, um paano ko ba i-explain? Mahirap din talaga kapag pumapasok ang ang unrequited love sa friendship. Uh-huh. Kasi it it involves you doing something not because you want not because your brain tells you it's logical but because your heart wants it to. Parang ganoon. And I know uh-huh. I'm sorry, pero parang It's just me who has that kind of like experience. Pero parang mm-hmm. when you start to fall for a person that you shouldn't be, or parang you just want it to be platonic instead of romantic, yeah, dun pumapasok din yung complication. And sometimes the behaviors, the attitude na lumalabas sa'yo, hindi mo na lang din siya masasurpress. Kaya I also understand Mary, bakit mm-hmm. siya ganun ka adamant to make their friendships work still, kahit na very obvious that they're falling apart. And at the same time, yung nag-wish nga siya to go back to the way it was. Because back mm-hmm. then, 
kaya niya pang mag-fantasize na magkakatuloyan sila ni Frank. Mm-hmm. But when, when things started to happen, like they had their jobs, they had to make their own show, and they makilala nila si Beth and all that, parang yeah, dun siya mas naging complicated. And I think dun din pumapasok yung 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 feeling ni Charlie and ni Mary to just stick with what we know. To stick to our principles. And there's nothing wrong with that. Pero yun nga, realistically speaking, mararanasan mo talaga yun. And it's not bad. I think this is what is, this is important for the audience to remember na parang it's, you don't have to feel bad if you feel things like that. If you have tendencies to do that. Because again, that's reality. And we really cannot force ourselves to be ideal all the time. And yung realization na to, I do have the thing lang. Dahil nga, we've, we've experienced it na. We're working. Yeah. We're not live. We're not like living under the idea na parang nag-aaral ka pa and all that. And yeah, I get yung points nyo kanina na mas marirealize mo to once you have, what once you have experiences na talagang life-changing. Rather than if a high school student watched this musical, parang yeah. they wouldn't really experience, uh, appreciate it as much as we do. Na parang you yeah. got the taste of the real world already. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yung nuance ng that will uh, that um, real life experiences bring. I don't know. That's 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 another thing pa. That's another thing pa na it's also indicative of Sondheim na the more you go through life the more you understand his shows. Anyway, I I want to go back to the point of Mary kasi of the three, talagang siya yung pinaka nag-hold on dun sa idea no friendship nila. Na, na kahit, parang by, by the point na ano, by the point na dumating sila dun sa TV interview, yung dalawang, uh, yung, yung dalawang collaborators, they've given up na. Charlie has started writing his own play. Frank is doing his own thing. Si Mary talaga yung nag-hold on pa siya. Gumagawa kaya nga, kaya yeah. yeah, yeah, siya yung talagang gumagawa ng parang. Kaya nga, di ba, sa kanya napunta yung, sa, siya yung kumanta ng like it was eh. Mm-hmm. Na, she, di ba, why can it be like it was? I want it the way that it was. Kaya, mas heartbreaking yung, kasi, di ba, the first time you meet Mary, she's just a drunken mess. And you just don't, you, you do you dislike Mary. Ako, I personally, I really dislike Mary dun sa opening scene kasi who is this woman? Who is this woman na ano lang, na very crass and uh, parang she's just tearing the place apart and she's just, you know, just, yeah, she's just shouting at people. Parang ano lang, because you don't understand her na. But when you go back, when, once you understand where she has gone through, tas binalikan mo yung opening scene na yun, you just feel super sad for her kasi yung yung opening scene na yun, yun na yung final uh, scene niya sa utak niya na inaccept na niya na it really will not happen and kaya kaya merong sobrang laking weight yung last yung last lines niya ng scene na yun uh, diba she's like diba you like boss you remember this line you like this line eh na you're all junk and you yeah, you deserve them yeah i like that too you deserve them kasi Finally, dun na rin inam, kasi all her life, or all, like, the past 20 years, she's been very biased towards Frank. I don't know, Maria Friedman really made it obvious eh, in her direction, na talagang, every time, 
papipilian si Mary kung kanino siya lalapit, kung kay Charlie o kay Frank. She always goes to Frank. Diba right after nung, ano, right after nung interview, like, naiwan si Charlie dun sa, ano, naiwan si Charlie dun sa, sa set. Tapos si Mary talagang takbo siya agad, hinabal niya agad si Frank. Kasi nga, she has always been okay. biased towards Frank. Okay. Kaya, okay. kaya the fact na that opening scene, tas yun yung final lines niya doon, it's just heartbreaking kasi, fine, pati siya, nawala na rin siya ng pag-asa. Wala na talaga. So, yun. Yeah. Wait lang. Before, yeah, before you, before you have an argument and I will be like, staring, like, <laughs> watching you argue. Uh-huh. I really like Mary in the uh-huh. first scene. In contrast with what you said, Jess, I really liked her kasi nag-gets ko yung vibes na parang, I know this person and you people are not um, seeing his true colors or whatever. Parang alam ko yung uh-huh. background. Uh-huh. Parang yun yung nag-gets kong vibes. And yun nga, very funny siya. Like, I like her sarcasm. Uh-huh. I like her, um, like, yung mga binibigay niyang side comments uh-huh. to the characters. Uh-huh. Kasi nga, it adds um, another layer to her personality. Which, mas na-appreciate yeah. ko siya. As the play went on. I get that. Yeah, you know. oh. So, what's your piece on Mary? <laughs> okay. So, I stayed really quiet because I am the unapologetic Mary fan in this. And I just... The thing that is really good about this specific musical is that Sondheim manages to make it so that none of their faults cancel the other ones out. You know, mm-hmm. like, the the wrongs that Frank did doesn't cancel out what Gussie did, who will talk about her, or what Mary did, or what Charlie did. He's very good at that. Like, these are people flawed in their own rights, and that doesn't mean that the other one is a better person for it. Mm-hmm. That said, I've always had a soft spot for Mary. Even just in the first scene alone, like, she was the person that I, that my attention genuinely gravitated to just because she was the very different person. And, like, even in just the very short, you know, like, the flash of introduction that you have with her that she's angry and she's drunk is just so indicative of that there's just something that has simmered for so long and is finally just really, really close to snapping. And I've given this argument before, but, like, I wish we had more of her or that Sondheim erased Mary's character completely and just focused on Frank and Charlie's relationship. But, yeah, I, I've I've always liked Mary just because she was the one who was always willing to be there. And at a personal cost for her, like, yeah, definitely, for this entire time, she has been the one who's trying to get Frank and Charlie to make up because she genuinely believes in that relationship. She genuinely believes in that friendship so much so that she has let that friendship consume her life. Yeah. Like, 
opening doors tells us so much about her that she and even just the bits of dialogue that she had that she was a copy editor that she had a job a life outside of Frank and Charlie but that life was slowly subsumed into keeping the peace between Frank and Charlie to the point that it was detrimental for her and with the fact that she always chose Frank. Of course, she chose Frank because she's in love with him. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean that she disregarded Charlie because when they grew older, Charlie was the one she would go to. She would turn to. And, the like, when, before the interview, when Charlie was, like, exasperatedly asking her, like, you still love him after all these years? And she tells him, tells him the truth na, Save me from him, Charlie. Na nandun na yung, nandun na yung warning signs eh. So like, it's not that she's being oblivious to all of this, but that she's the person who values the friendship the most and suffers the most for it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Um, I think... Hmm. I am the Mary apologist of yes, this podcast, yes. no, and I am no. going to, you know. Yeah, I do like Mary a lot. I do like Mary a lot, but I think this is a good time, naren, to segue to that last question. Yung, how did you get to be here? What was the moment? Okay, kasi. Do you want to thing. answer that in in the at the count of three? Okay, on the count of th- after three, one, two, three, it's Gus. Now you know. Now you know. The blob. Okay, now you know. Act one ender. But I, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, let's. I wanna discuss that muna. Because this directly correlates to what we were talking about. About Mary and about Charlie. And I guess about their faults in what happened in the end. Kung ano yung. Hanggang, sa, hanggang anong level sila complicit. Kasi, the thing with now you know, yung act one ender, diba? It, this is right after the d- divorce court scene. And then, uh, yun nga, malungkot si Frank and all that. And then, now you know happens. And now you know is, I don't know, a five minute song of them just giving horrible advice to Frank. Horrible, horrible advice. That, Diba, Mary is like, basically the, the message of that song is like, okay lang, move on, find another person, okay lang yan, nandito pa rin kami. And like, no, he is, you, do, you, you, you should not just say that na ganun lang yung kadali kasi what your, what your friend did was a bad thing. He did a really horrible thing, he cheated on his wife. And the general vibe of that song lang is that they are ignoring that just because they are friends with Frank and they want to make Frank feel better. And their advice is just to move on, forget about it. When the thing that Frank lacked the most up until that point and up until the very end of the musical is self-awareness. And them forcing him to just move on and ignore what just happened 
is the worst advice you can give because that could have been a big learning moment for Frank. And I know that there are like a lot of other people present in that scene, nandun yung producer, lawyer nila. But Charlie and Mary, they could have, they understood Frank. And this is this is what's weird for me. This is what's weird for me about this show. Why si Frank lang yung kinokomfort nila on that scene? And when they're also friends with Beth, eh? yeah, yeah. they're also friends with Beth. In the original source material, they're not friends at all with the wife of the Frank character. So, don't understandable. Kasi ayaw, ayaw sa kanila ng wife ni Frank. That's the original source. But then, for this one, they're also friends with Beth. They also worked with Beth. So, it's always been kind of off to me. Nang, ang, ano nyo lang, ang kinocomfort nyo lang is si Frank. Si Frank pa nga yung may kasalanan. Tapos, I think that it's the big turning point because, like, you know, Things happened in the cruise, and then when they got back from the yacht, uh, he was already with Kasi, and ina nag downhill na from there. Mm-hmm. But I think they failed as friends in recognizing the fact na nagkamali yung friend nila, and their friend deserved and needed being reprimanded, yeah. and they just passed it off. Because they wanted to be quote unquote good friends, but in that specific moment, to be a good friend is to, you know, uh, let your friend understand that he is wrong, and they failed in that, and sobrang nakapekto yun sa kanila. So going back, I think that was that was the uh, that's the crux of Mary's character. Now she has always been very forgiving of Frank. Yun nga, to the point na it was very detrimental to herself and to her own relationships. Yeah. Which is also why that first scene na she is drunk and she is broken and she is finally, for the first time, visibly angry with Frank. The more heartbreaking kasi it took her that long to realize na this is what I should have done. I guess, I guess there's that eh. Na Finally, she realized in that scene that this is what I should have done, and it's too late now. Okay. I think now you know. Now you know is a very pivotal scene. Na parang after now you know, there's no going back. Parang yung, yung the blob and Gussie, of course, they affected. But kaya pang mag-recover from that. But after now you know, hindi na kaya mag-recover. That's for me. No, uh, yeah. Kaya ko sinabi yung dub. I mean, I agree with you, Jess. Kasi, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I was also confused at that moment. And, dun din sa scene na yun, yung parang nag-change yung perspective ko on like, Frank being the like, um entire villain or like, the entire bad guy. And like, uh-huh. blame, giving also fault for, with Mary and with Charlie. Kasi parang yung mga previous scenes, we, we're, we're seeing the side of Char- uh, of Charlie and Mary na parang, um, Frank is busy, ganyan-ganyan, how do we do it? How do we deal with it? Parang ganon. Wala pa yung side na, kaya, kaya, naging ganito si Frank is because meron din silang mga binigay na advice and there were decisions made that also, um, that they affected Frank. Parang ganon. But, kaya ko sinabing the blog kasi, yung line dun ni, ni Charlie na parang, or parang yung scene na parang Frank should have said no. Uh-uh. And, yun din sa piano, no? Uh-uh. When they were singing. Oo, uh-uh. yung, yung, yung encore. Uh-uh. And it it resonates 
from that point to the end of their stories of, or their friendships. Kasi parang, he should have said no to the affair. He should have uh-huh. said no to, like, um, the producer. You should have said no to, like, doing, producing films instead of writing music. Parang doon nag-start yeah. yung, like, makita natin yung characteristic ni Fram, na parang he just goes when an opportunity is given to him, which again yeah. is not bad in a general context, pero in his context it's really bad. Uh-uh. And uh-uh. idagdag mo pa yung character ni Gussie, na parang the uh-uh. way she gets what she wants combined uh-uh. with Frank's like inability to say no. <laughs> Yun, that's a bad uh-uh. formula. That's a bad yeah, formula. Yeah, yeah. So yun, kaya yeah. kaya ko dun na trace. Pero yeah, yeah I yeah. agree na mas lumala siya with with that scene na sinabi mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaya before before you start, boss, I just want to provide textual support na sa sinabi ni Carla because Frank literally has a line sa opening scene na he's like, I've only made one mistake my entire life but I made it over and over again and it's saying yes when I really meant no. Yeah, that that encapsulates his character. Anyway, I'll go. Gussie. So, as you could probably notice, my answer was a person and not a song. Uh-huh. Uh, where do I begin? I guess, siguro lang nga, just to offer a different perspective. The reason why ang tinakbuhan ni Mary at ni Charlie ay si Frank at hindi si ano, <clears throat> hindi si Beth because probably Beth is so hurting that she doesn't want anything to do with Frank yeah. to the yeah. point that that in that moment extended to Mary and Charlie yeah yeah I can see that which is why Mary and Charlie were there for Frank but maybe behind the scenes of that you know like Beth was just hurting so much that she couldn't even stand to look at Charlie and Mary who are you know like practically the other halves of Frank Mm -hmm. that it would have been too much for her at the time so that's that's I know that's one way of looking at it I'm not you're right that it was a song of bad you know, like, ill-given advice. It was good intent, but, yes, you know, yes. it's not yeah. the best advice that you could have given to someone. But that song and the blob has one person mm-hmm. attached to it. And mm-hmm. that's Gussie. Who did Frank cheat on Beth with? Wasn't it also Gussie? So, like, how did you get to be here? Essentially, all roads leads back to her. She's mm-hmm. both the maker of Franklin Shepard, Inc. And the person who completely destroyed Franklin Shepard. Mm-hmm. Because the moment Gussie gets introduced into the story, everything goes haywire. Yun nga, like, she takes advantage of like, she clocked Frank's inability to say no. Like, 
eh, you know, like the vulnerability of that. And I'm not excusing Frank. Like, tama si Charlie. Mm-hmm. Na, he should have said no. It, but, you know, like, if you're asking that question, I would say that all the roads, all the songs, all the evidence leads back to her. Yeah. She yeah. is both maker and unmaker. Especially yeah. in yes. the first scene, which in chronological order is the last. Yeah. So that's my that's my answer. Yeah. Gus is just an objectively bad person. <laughs> I it takes a really talented actress to feel sympathetic for Gussie because the way she's written is just she's just an all out objectively bad person. I mean, look at her background. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But then again, yun nga, siguro, um, when, when, we, when we talk about Gussie kasi, and we talk about, kasi, I think when we say Gussie, nakakabit sa kanya yung lifestyle and all that. And I guess, it, we also come back to the question of compromise and Because the reason why Frank started saying yes to Gussie anyway was to advance in their career. Yeah. And, you know, to him, it was, you know, it was, it's something that he wanted to do. Compromise. It's even Beth who says in the beginning nung scene ng The Blob na she's like, whatever he asks, just say yes. But it's Beth who says that eh. Because of course, they don't, they don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, Frank starts making a compromise and he does it over and over again. So I guess the question is, how far should a creative, or even not just a creative, like a person, should compromise for his ambitions for, you know, before everything blows all over him? So I think that's a big... uh That's a theme in this show that is, you know, very relevant for people struggling to make a name for themselves, people struggling to build a career. Mm-hmm. And that's really important to realize na to have a limit, I guess. I think that's a moral of the show, to, re- to realize na there should be a limit to how far you are going to compromise and how far you should, you know, keep why there's a reason there's there should be a, you should always keep your original goals in mind and always remember why you started doing something in the first place mm-hmm. because if you don't then it just you know just floats away and suddenly you realize how did you get to be here what was the moment dun, 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 dun. i like this show a lot <laughs> yeah i get why napahaba na tayo So I guess it's time to rate the show. Okay. <laughs> Let's give ratings. I Carla, mean, I think I you can guess, go. For, yeah. Like also who do you who do you like who do you um relate, relate to the to? most? I'm a fr- I'm I'm a Charlie. I'm personally a Charlie. I'm a really big Charlie. I am a Mary and I will not elaborate further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm In between Mary and Beth. Okay. Just because parang I tend to be loyal. Kasi I tend to 
keep few friends, but I'm very, uh-huh. very loyal to those friends. And at the same time, I value, parang I get the struggle ni Beth from the, from the way she was introduced, like in the actual chronological order of the story up until the uh-huh. divorce. Parang, nag-gets ko kung siya nang gagaling and I can relate uh-huh. to that. And parang yung betrayal, yung feeling of betrayal na parang we just want to survive. We just want to, just want to feed my kid. Parang ganun. Yeah, yeah. I relate to that yeah. so much. Even though I don't have a, yep, yep. a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ako, I relate to Charlie lang because of the frustration. I guess I understand the frustration of trying to create art or trying to not that sounds so pretentious, no? But like, trying to be creative and trying to do something but not being able to do so because of, you know, factors out of your control. Yeah, I think I relate to that. Okay. So, let's go to the rating. Yes. So, I think you should, one of you should go first. <laughs> okay. Merrily, we roll along. I would give it 4.7 out of 5 Sputniks. I love this show. And I could talk about it for like hours upon hours upon hours. But we're not going to do that. Yeah, it's just, it's a really good show. Yep. Carla? Um, I would rate Mary Lee along with a safe 3. <laughs> okay. In between one and five, just okay. because, and I don't want to sound like a bit, a, a, a bit removed or like privileged, pero uh-huh. I don't have and any of the scenes there. Did, I did not really like really relate to, and I'm thankful uh-huh. and I'm grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Parang yeah, for I'm sure. I'm also not flexing. Really, I would give it a three, just because I really like the the overall tone of it and mm-hmm. it did not it did not make me cry pero mm-hmm. I appreciate yung paglabas niya ng emotion sa akin even though it did not make me cry and yeah, yeah. I agree na parang it's it's not this is the first musical or this is the first story that I like na parang centered mostly on friendships or like I liked it because it was a friendship story so parang mm-hmm. some or most of the things that I really liked if I would like romance. give my top 10, yes, romance. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And yeah, again, kasi relate ako, or like I have a prior experience with that. But it, when it comes to like friendships, yes, I actually love, I can relate to that aspect, pero other issues of the play, not so much. So it's a yeah, safe yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Wait lang, before I, could, before I give my rating, if you really like romance, then we should really do company. I, <laughs> I thought you were because going company to say is all about romance. Yes, and I company. was about to really be upset. <laughs> company is all about relationships, Carla. And it's fantastic. I love that show. Anyway, Merrily Roll Along is, again, is my second favorite Sondheim musical. Second favorite musical of all time. Uh... And I think I agree with uh, Marian's rating, 4.7. Just because, like I said, there are... The only reason it's not 5 is because there are objectively clunky dialogue points. Like, maraming... Ang talagang problema ko lang dito sa show na to, in terms of writing, yung opening scene na 
Frank basically has a monologue na saying na, I'm, I'm actually not happy and I want to go back. Yada, yada, yada. It just felt too much of telling, not showing to me. Mm-hmm. That that specific portion of it, yun yung parang, hindi ko alam, hindi ko alam kung ano nangyari sa kay George Firth dun sa, sabagay parang ganun din naman yung original source material. Yung talaga opening scene na yun, may ganong line si Frank na it felt too on the nose and it felt not subtle enough for, you know, for the rest of the show na you're gonna tell. Kasi for the rest of the show, it's subtle and it's it's more of showing, not telling. So it's weird. That portion is weird. So that's only, that's the only reason why I will not rank it as 5. I agree with 4.7. Just because it brings out so much emotion in me, even though I am not an emotional person. But it really cuts to my core. I like the show a lot. Yeah. Yay! We're done. Yeah, this is my first musical. Ooh, this, is podcast. Yay. <laughs> you're, 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 this is your first Sondheim show, by the way, Carla. Uh, Sondheim is often called the Shakespeare of musical theater. So, if we're not gonna do actual Shakespeare, we might as well do Sondheim. more Sondheim. <laughs> yeah, and we finally answered the question: What is a Sondheim? Yay. Yeah, what is a Sondheim? A Sondheim is a Sondheim a can be such a personal thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. A Sondheim is a genius. <laughs> it's our heads on the block. Give us room and start the clock. Our dream coming true. Me and you, pal. Me and you. Me and you. Me and you. for like an hour yeah. more than an hour we hope that you'd like to listen to our points because even I as a non a detached person from the world of musicals I really liked our discussion mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. day the night and yeah we hope that you would listen to our future podcast because we have a lot more in store for you we will tackle music we'll tackle stories we'll tackle um what else poems probably in the future yeah maybe so yeah thank you for listening we'll see you next time bye and yeah that's all goodbye